Yo, good morning everybody, it's your boy Marshall live and I am live and uh, I want to share a couple takeaways uh, with you all from my event last night and some important lessons that I think don't get talked about enough, especially on social media. And so I don't have a lot of time this morning. We're going to have another busy day. Uh, we've been speaking a lot throughout the community. I've been uh, at all kinds of events. I think I've spoken like eight or nine times in the last four weeks. I don't know. It's been awesome. It's been awesome to be back on the horse. It's been awesome to get back to share my message. It's been freaking awesome. Like, okay, I'm just going to be real. <laughs> yeah, give me a like or give me a love if I have your permission to be honest, completely open and honest with you guys. I don't know how many of you out there speak or have ever spoken or speak uh, regularly. And I realize what I'm about to say is not true for everybody. But like, I gotta admit, dude, like when you're the speaker, like when you're the featured speaker somewhere or when you're hosting your own event and you're the speaker that's walking up on stage, like it feels fucking cool to be the dude, right? Like if you're the chick, like that shit feels good. It feels cool, man. Like I'm not gonna lie. And so it's awesome to be the guy again. And um. People have just been saying these crazy freaking things about me. Like at Toastmasters the other day, I gave a speech and they're like this room full of like business professionals. You know, this one lady is like our president. Uh, she says, you're the speaker that we all aspire to be. You know, that, that you give the best talks that we've ever heard in 25 years, like crazy humbling stuff. And so anyways, it's just been freaking awesome to be back on the horse. And if you are a coach or a speaker, I'm going to share some things with you that I learned last night. Not that I learned last night, but that I was reminded last night that I need to share with you because I think it's that important. Okay. So stick with me here. Uh, last night I hosted an event. It's a, a monthly uh, networking mixer, a business mixer. It's called Community First, Community First Mixer. And what I've done here in the Flathead Valley is I've decided like, dude, I'm going to start these free local events. Okay. Now, not to make any money. It's not, this is, this is like a heart, this is like a passion project. I was in church like eight weeks ago and God told me basically to start a weekly event. He's like, Marshall, you need to start weekly events. People are suffering in, in Montana from addiction. People are suffering in Montana from uh, suicide, like depression, anxiety, loneliness, all of these things. And so when I thought back to like how I used to do it in San Diego, Dude, I could I could just put a meetup up meetup, throw it up right on Facebook San Diego or on uh, meetup.com or whatever, and I would get 80, 100, 120 people there, no problem. Like people hungry and thirsty for growth in San Diego, and so when I moved out here a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I should maybe do some events out here, but everybody told me it wouldn't work, and. If you've ever been out here to Montana, like, dude, it's people are not knocking down the door to learn how to better themselves. Like, let me tell you. But that doesn't mean that people don't want to better themselves. Okay. So six weeks ago, uh, I decided, hey, let's go. Let's rock and roll. Let's start these events. And so I decided to start a, a weekly event series. All right. We had our first mixer uh, like eight, six weeks ago. Seven people showed up. Okay. Again, at my at my meetups, I'm used to getting like a hundred people a pop, no problem, right? We get people in the door, and it's flowing and going. And it's like that's downtown San Diego, three, four, five years ago. Okay, six weeks ago in Flathead Valley, Montana, 
all right? We had seven people show up. So I you know, got this big space and I set up the banners and I set up all the chairs and I, you know, like invest like $100 worth of food and snacks and, and, and drinks and like, like, dude, it was legit, right? And open the doors and the music's playing and because and, I, I host events, like I know how to host an event. I know how to create an emotional re reaction from the second you walk in the door to the second you got out, which is usually going to, you know, uh, result in you buying, right? And it's not like, I'm not guessing. It's something my mentors have taught me. Yo, like, yo, Marshall, from the time they come in to the time they leave is a chance to for NLP. It's a chance for influence and persuasion, right? So I know how to do this. So I opened the doors up on my first meetup and we get seven people. And we, but three of them were spon the sponsors, right? And um, so it, it was kind of like an ego shop. So we're like, okay, no worries. We're going to do it again. So again, we set up six weeks later and we're pumping, pumping out, pumping out. My girlfriend knows everybody in this community. Dude, there must have been at least 50 people, at least 50 people that told us mouth to mouth, hey, we're going to be at your event. The event comes last night. We open the doors. It's a new location. It's all set up. I'm planning for 30 people at least. I'm like, 30 people are going to show up. Our son is speaking. This whole entire production, bigger than it was before, better than it was before. I got it nailed down and locked in. I'm ready to go. And guess how many people showed up? Seven. Seven people showed up. Now, I'm going to be honest. There's a few things that came up and came to mind, uh, and I want to share them with you. Because if you're a speaker or a coach, there's chances are that you're going to face one of these three things I'm about to share with you. And the reason I want to show you is not because, like, for the first time in my life, I'm not triggered by these three things anymore. Like, I'm so just, I, don't, I can't explain it. Like, I don't care. Uh, it's, a, it's a different surrender, okay? And this is something that's going to take my business and my my personal life to the next level is the ability to let go of judgment, to let go of expectations, uh, for acceptance, like all these lessons, all these abilities. And so I want to share these with you because there's chances are that if you're a coach or a speaker, if you're somebody who's hosting events, you're dealing with this. The first thing I want you all to remember, especially if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur is your friends, the people that you know right now are going to be the people that support you the least. All right. You ask any successful entrepreneur across any market, any industry, any niche, and it's almost verbatim the exact same thing. The reason is, is because, and this is this is not me, this is Steve Harvey, but he says the people that come with you can't go with you. Just because they came to the just because they came to the party with you doesn't mean they get to leave with you and go to the next level, right? And so that being said, is a lot of the people that you know, as you continue to grow and evolve and get bigger and shine brighter and burn hotter, the people that you know are gonna be either it's, they're going to be intimidated by it and not know how to react or it's going to upset them and they're going to push you away, okay? So if you're setting these events, if you're hosting a business or if you're hosting a hosting an event or setting up a business or you have something to sell, you're a network marketer, whatever it is, dude, if you're expecting the people that know you to buy from you, to show up at your events and support you, don't because it's, they're not going to. Now, I'm bringing this lesson up because it's like, yo, most of the people that we talked to last night know us. Like they know us pretty well. And I know it's like a Tuesday night and there's a lot of things. So I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out, but what I'm saying is that it's not just from last night. This has been true over my eight years of business experience. Like the people who know you the best are going to support you the least for whatever reason usually has to do with your limitations. The reason I'm bringing this up for you, the speaker, the coach is like, just remember that if you host your first event and only seven people show up and none of them are anybody that you know and they're all strangers just keep, don't don't let that don't get angry don't get spiteful don't push back don't be resentful your friends the people that love you your family they're going through their own shit 
hurt people hurt people. And so for whatever reason, they can't bring themselves out of the home or to the spotlight or into to showing up for the space that you've created, dude, like, that's fine. You've got to be willing to let that go, okay? Because that has nothing to do with you. You show up and serve. You create and hold the space. And the people that are meant to be there will always be there. Which brings me to my second point. Now, I'm not a religious man or a theologian, but even in the Bible, it says, he who can be trusted with a little shall be given a lot. God says that if you can be trusted with just a little bit, I'll, be, I'll give you a lot. Okay, and there's a great story in the Bible about you know how how this master was going away and he left all these talents. He left he left all this money with his three servants, right? The one servant he gave one talent to, the second servant he gave three talents to, and the, the third talent he a third servant he gave five talents to. Now when he left, he told the servants, "Take good care of my talents. Good take take care of my money. Watch over it. Be good to it." Okay, he leaves, comes back a month later. The first servant. He went and buried his, he went and buried his talent in the backyard because he only had one of them. And he didn't want to lose it, okay? He didn't want to lose it. He didn't want to mess it up. So he went and buried it and didn't do nothing with it. Second servant, he turned his three talents into six talents. He doubled it. The third servant turned his five talents into ten talents, okay? So the master came back and he said to the last servant, "He's like, why, why, why did you, why did you not make anything? Why did you not, why did you not?" Why did you not take care of and be a better steward of my talent, of my money? And he said, well, I didn't want to lose it, right? And so the master punished him and took it away. To the other two servants, he doubled what they had made. He said, thank you. The point being is the story in the Bible tells that anybody that can be trusted with just a little shall be blessed with a lot. But so many people have a scarcity mindset. They're, they're fearful of what they could lose, of, of how stupid they could look. And so what they do is they take, that, they take that purpose, that gift that God gave them, that talent, and they go and bury it in the backyard like a miser. That way they can't lose it. But you got to understand, man, scared money don't make money, right? My, my, my um, mentor, Ty Lopez, taught me that. Scared money don't make money. And so when we talk about the second thing that I want to talk about today, it's that you've got to be willing to be given and trusted with a little if you want to be able to have more prosperity, more abundance. And, I, and what I'm saying is that when I look back to my old events, I remember the very, 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 very first event, a free meetup I threw in San Diego. It was 2018, the very beginning of it. And um, I wanted to get 100 people there and only 89 people showed up. Like I was legitimately pissed off that night. 89 souls. And I remember it, like, it, it fucked with my mind and I didn't hit a hundred and I was like embarrassed and upset, like all these crazy things. I was making ten, or, uh, what, multiple, multiple six figures, 2016, 17, 18, about to have my first million dollar years, 2019 before the wheels come off. So then I took a three year break and now I come back and you, I'm just supposed to open the floodgates in Montana and think that everything's going to come rolling in. The reason I'm telling you that is because you got to understand is that I'm asking God for something very big. I'm asking for big, for big vision, for big goals, for big results, things that most people aren't willing to ask for. And not only that, the first time he granted me the opportunity to take advantage of being able to have this ability to fill events, to do all these things, I, I fucked it up. I made it all about me. I did it all for the money. I forgot about the people. So of course I'm only going to have seven people at my first event. It's like the book of Job. It's like, dude, are you, are you going to, Look, are you going to be blessed and happy and faithful to what you have? Are you going to trust? And so I know that it's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to trip. Like, I'm not tripping that my friends didn't show up. I'm not tripping that uh, there's only seven people here. Like, the fucking Bible tells me. Actually, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say fucking in the Bible in the same same sentence. But the Bible even tells us, like, and again, I'm not a theologian. It's just a good, relatable thing, right? 
It's like, yo, if you can be trusted with just these seven people and, and loving them and nourishing them and leading them, just have faith, bro, and watch what happens, okay? So I want you to remember, if you're a coach or a speaker, dude, like if you go and try the first time and it's not what you wanted and you go and try it, even the second time and it's not what you wanted, don't give up. That's the biggest mistake that they make because God wouldn't have put it in my heart and on my mind to do these a few weeks ago if it weren't meant for me. I, if it wasn't meant to happen, like you don't just randomly get thoughts and, and think feelings in your heart. They're a message from God, they're the message from the universe, but we just don't know how to receive and listen. So I know that I'm on the right path. I didn't come up with this on my own, right? I know that I'm on the right path. And so for all of you coaching speakers, the reason that most people don't get it is because they try it once or twice. They go, see, I told you, I told you it wouldn't work for me. I knew it, right? And then they quit and then it doesn't work. Okay. So in San Diego, it's easy to host these events. Just a million people, million plus people in San Diego. There's not even a million fucking people in the whole state of Montana, okay? So that's the second thing. You got to be trusted with little if you want to be given a lot. And the third and last thing is something that I don't think we talk about enough in the entrepreneur space that last night reminds me of. And it, and it makes me think of all the people that I do personally know that that told me they were going to come to our event and didn't. Like those people are struggling in life I in certain areas. And I know they are financially, health, relationship, Maybe some, maybe all of those, and this is not to call anybody out, but what I'm saying is the people that need the event the most are the people that aren't even showing up. If you guys have ever heard when it comes to investing, they, they, they talk about an ROI, return on investment. Okay, well, if I invest this $100, what's my return going to be? Oh, you're going to get at least $200 back. Okay, well, my return on an investment is 100%. So most people, when they want to uh, you know, spend money, they look at like, oh, man, well, this money's just going out the door. But you got to understand that wealthy people think about money different than broke people. Wealthy people think of investing money. Broke people say, what is this going to cost me? Okay. Broke people spend $100 on a pair of Jordans. Rich people spend $100 on a course that's going to teach them a skill set because this is a cost, money going out, and this one's an investment. It's an investment in your money now so it grows later. Okay. So when you're talking about investing, people talk about, oh, an ROI. What's the ROI? Oh, Marshall, I would love to come to the Top Paid Speaker Mastermind in June. Oh, you mean you're going to spend the whole weekend? You're going to spend three days teaching me how to make $100,000 or more in 12 months or less? Like, I can invest three days of my time, and you're going to teach me how to do that? I'm like, yeah, like that's what we do. Like, I guarantee you, if you're a coach, we can make you $100,000 or more in 12 months or less with speaking in events. Like, I guarantee it, right? And people go, oh, well, I need that. I need that. And then they go to the page and it's a tw it's $1,200 to come. And they go, oh, well, I can't afford, I can't spend $1,200 to come because they're looking at it like a cost. Oh, that $1,200 is going to go out, but it's not coming back in. No, if you look at it like that, it is. But in reality, you pay $1,200. That's what you see. But I say, I'm paying you $98,750 a year from now to come to my event. I'm going to pay you $98,000 to come to my event. Does that make sense? Because I'm going to give you the skills to make $100,000 or more a year. And all you got to do is trade me $1,200 in three days of your time. That's a pretty fair trade-off for a skill that you get to do for the rest of your life. But some people who are broke-minded look at it and they go, $1,200 cost. Successful people go, I want to learn that skill set. So what's the return on investment? Now, the reason I bring this up is because ROI is popular, but what people don't talk about is COI. 
COI. And that's the cost of inaction. And this is on my mind because I'm thinking of all the people that should have been at the event last night with the community. I'm not like some savior. I'm just creating a space, creating a community for people to come to so they can have the ability to change their life. Not through me, but through the reflection of being around other people. And so when I think of the people that didn't show up last night, I'm like, damn, that, that's a cost of inaction. The reason that they're like, you think that not coming to my mastermind in June, if you're a coach that wants to speak and make $100,000 more, like you think that there's, if you don't spend the money that there's, that, that, that you stay the same because you don't, there's a cost to staying the same way. There's a cost to doing things the way you've been doing them. There's a cost to not getting the stages you want. There's a cost to not closing the deals. There's a cost to your family. There's a cost to your community. There's a cost of inaction. And it bump, it breaks my heart because the people that should have been there last night, right? There's a result they want to get in their life that they continually don't get. And that's the cost of their inaction. Because instead of looking at it as an ROI, how can I invest an hour of my time once a month? Like think of how fucking crazy that is. They don't even have an hour once a month. Cost of inaction versus return on investment. Only you can decide that. And so it's funny because I like I'll be messaging people. Um, there, there's only 12 spots to this mastermind. Six of them are gone. There's only six left. Okay. I hand selected the people I invited, like messaged them. And I started with people that I know, love, and trust first. People that I actually want in the room that I think could help. Most of them ghosted. Probably over 60 people I messaged. Most of them ghosted me. The rest of them told me thanks, but no thanks. What did we talk about? Number one here, the people that know you the most will support you the least. Okay. So it's just like, it makes me feel bad because I watch these people and I'm like, all right, bro, like do your thing, girl. All right, homie, like do your thing. Okay. And so I just wanted to share this quick message with you guys today, because if you're a coach or speaker who's got a big vision and you've been trying, just keep going, dude. Like, don't worry that your friends aren't supporting you. Don't worry. There's only seven people there to start. Don't worry about the people that are more concerned with COI than ROI, like none of that pertains to you. If God put it in your heart and in your mind to do the thing, then get the skills and get the resources and get the network to make it happen. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt God's word. Don't doubt the universe. Show up and make it happen. All right. I love you guys. I hope you got some value from this. And if you guys have any questions I can answer for you about speaking, getting paid to speak, hosting events, storytelling, uh, addiction recovery, suicide prevention, whatever it is, let me know. I'd love to make a video about it. I'll see you